It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, we love you listeners. This is Kristen and Jolenta. And you may notice during this episode, we don't quite sound like our fabulous in-studio selves. That's because we're in our home studios. A.K.A. our closets. Because we are practicing social distancing right now, and we hope you are too. All right, now on with the show. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been a while since we talked to Jordan. It feels like it has been a hundred years. I really want to know how she did with the winter or like if she fled back to California. And is she still practicing making happy indoor memories, particularly in these unusual historic times we're in? We definitely need to check in on her. Yes. And we also need to read some listener mail. Well, let's do it. Let's get this We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode started. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, hey, like you, we're dying to know how they're doing. Last week, our episode focused on Jordan. She is our native Californian who moved to New York a few years ago. And since then, she's made a lot of friends, fallen in love with her now live-in boyfriend named Andy. But when we met her, she was still struggling to accept one big thing about her life in New York the winter, and her hatred of the winter. Oh, yes. But after two weeks of living by our prescription, a couple things happened. One, she realized that maybe her hatred of winter was more about her fear of losing ties with her California identity and family. And second, she began to enlist new ways to connect with people back home and embrace her New York life. Well, should we get in touch with Jordan and see how she's doing? Oh, yes. Let's get to it. Lindsay, can you get her on? Hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> it's so good to hear your beautiful voice again. Oh, it's so nice to hear your beautiful voices. Oh. It's nice to be it's nice Stop. to be connected again. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a it feels like a long time since we it first really talked does. with you. It was like the beginning of winter when we first met with you, and now it's the end of winter. So how are you doing? How, how How's life been since we last talked? Well, I made it, guys. I made it. But yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know, things have been good. I, I listened to the episode last night, sort of revisiting my mindset during that time and like thinking about how nervous I was and how now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I was actually, I think I believed in the myself and that I was like I actually think I can make a change um Mm -hmm. which I'm like I feel like is like one of the biggest parts in making progress in something but yeah I'm feeling better the the winter was pretty mild um Mm -hmm. and genuinely taking a lot of those steps to try to enjoy and just like have a positive outlook about it and enjoy my life it was all helpful (laughs) yeah Good. Do you think, just looking back on this now, uh-huh. do you think this was maybe about coming to terms with just the fact that, like, you might live out here for a long time? And what does that mean 
for your identity period? I think majorly. That's what it sounded like when I was listening back even. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, totally. Listening to what my mom said again on the show, I realized that she was like, yeah, like you kind of have to mourn and move on that part of your life Mm. that you can't, you can't spend your life with FOMO. But I don't know. It was also really fun to share the episode with my family. Um, Oh, what did they think? Well, so I talked to my sister Brie last night, and she was like, how come you didn't include me on the show? I was like, we didn't hear her on the episode, did we? She was like, <laughs> it was so good. I laughed. I cried. I, it was great. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And uh, lovingly, my sister Alyssa is like our family villain. Um, and everyone <laughs> was like, oh, of course Alyssa offended the host." classic (laughs) (laughs) that shower curtain the shower curtain (laughs) she's so it's okay she called me out i'm basic it's okay (laughs) you're more than basic come on thank you thank you my shower curtain's quite basic but i love it hey that's the job um but speaking of family i want to know uh do you think or have they mentioned any noticing of like a change in attitude this winter or this holiday season I haven't been complaining as much or, like, calling and, like, breaking down as much or, like, at all. I didn't have any sort of, like, mental breakdown like I have had in the past couple of winters. Mm. Um, That's great. Yeah, it's really great. I also, like... I got engaged, so that was oh, cool. What? <laughs> you buried me? the lead? Excuse. Yeah. Hold so hold on. We know you have what? a boyfriend named Andy. You mentioned that in the episode. Right. And hold on. We, we just like, yeah. we have a lot of catching up to do now I'm suddenly. sorry. So you're engaged now. <laughs> yeah. To somebody who is a winter lover and an East Coaster. Yes. Oh, so this was totally about like <laughs> long-term identity versus current identity crisis. Yeah, I think uh, it's a, that's definitely been a been a thing. I don't know. Also, yeah. congrats. Thank you. Yes, huge congratulations. Do you know if you're going to get married on the West Coast or the Northeast? We're going to get married in New York City. Uh, oh, you are in a the New winter? York girl now. <laughs> Not in the winter, Jolenta. My family no, okay. won't come. <laughs> I was put, that was, that's pushing it, I know. But yeah, you live here now. That's such a good, like, symbolic way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I feel like I should tell you, so... The day we got engaged, we went and saw my grandparents. Is this in California? We were in California. And we went and got burritos and we like went to this park. I got to be in California for like two weeks, which is longer than I've ever spent there since I moved here. And I was basically telling him like, I have been here long enough visiting to like know why I don't live here. And like, it feels okay. Like I feel... Really, I miss it and I miss my family, but I felt strongly that like right now is not the time that I feel like I need to be here and like that's okay and they're all okay without me and I just need to like live my life and then we got engaged like 20 minutes later. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh, stop it. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, it's a little so perfect. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it was wow. pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, Jordan. Also, I have to ask you, just because it's really topical right now, when we talked with you, one of the steps you worked really hard on was making good indoor memories. And right now, we are at a time 
historically with the COVID-19 virus, where everybody is now being forced to be inside. And we're curious, are you using any of that skill set, any of those muscles you built for making good indoor memories? Are you using those right now in the midst of what's happening? I think there's a little bit of like, okay, well, we don't have a lot of options right now, so let's bake. We we went to the store and got some baking materials. Nice. Um, and so I think we're going to use some time to do that. But I don't know, just sort of, uh, I mean, this COVID-19 being stuck inside and just sort of dealing with uh, how to enjoy and live in the moment versus pay attention and freak out about the future is, I think, uh, coming in handy and, like, just sort of enjoying each other's company and sort of being thankful for what I have because it's a lot is coming in handy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, good. Speaking of freaking out about the future, I do have to ask, when you think about next winter, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, only like eight months away, how do you feel? (laughs) Um, I think that I'm going to be so over all the hot humidity by that time that I might get excited about a little bit of winter in my future. Also, you guys, I went several weeks ago snowshoeing and oh, that it's so much fun is the it's shit it's the best yeah. right it's, it's so just fun in like the craziest atmosphere ever with really weird shoes we after that big snowstorm several weeks ago mm-hmm. i went up to vermont to visit friends and i went snowshoeing for a few hours one day with my friend and it was the coolest thing ever, and it had just been, like, fresh snow, and I was like, oh, I get winter it's now. so gorgeous. Yeah. I get it. Oh, you get it. I get, oh. like, the majesticness. Yeah. It can be just as majestic as, like, watching the ocean. It was, like, Narnia. And I was like, yes. this is oh cool. Gosh. Like, it's magic. Yes. So, And it's like you're a superhero when you're snowshoeing because it's almost like you're walking on, walking water. on water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're in this place that looks like Narnia, and you're essentially, like, floating like an angel or a superhero on top of it. Yeah. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It was really cool. Way, way cool. I'm like, that's got to be like my new outdoor hobby because it's like hiking slash walking on water. (laughs) Slash (laughs) majestic sightseeing. What what more do you want? And you build up heat, which I love as opposed to like downhill skiing and stuff. It's like you're not freezing on a lift. You're like – Keeping yourself warm. Yeah, it was awesome. And then, you know, like later we went home and made cocktails and hung out by the fire. It was great. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, you are like an advertisement going, for winter now. Winter like just a New Yorker does by leaving the state and doing winter elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are so thrilled with how great you're doing. Congratulations yeah. on the engagement. Congratulations yes. on your newfound love and wonder for winter. And congratulations for just being at peace that California is not the place for you now and you're exactly where you need to be because that's all we really wanted for you is just to know that you're at the place you need to be because we love you. I'm sorry I'm saying it. We I'm do saying love it. You. We love you. It's such a classic Jordan move. Like what's the new winter activity? <laughs> Getting engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and now you'll always have that good winter memory too. I you know. got engaged Sorry. in the winter. You, you're a winter engagement now. So true. <laughs> well, um, I love you guys too. Thanks Yay. for thanks for everything. This has been Thank awesome. You. Thank oh, you. Oh, thanks, Jordan. Yay. Bye guys. 
it was so good to catch up with Jordan. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for her. I cannot believe it. She's engaged. She has this whole new life for her now. She loves winter so much, she's going to marry it. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. She is a snow angel in snowshoes, embracing her New York life and the winter. And oh my gosh, I I, I don't want to take too much credit for this, Jolanta, but I I think that we officially... But we're the reason she's engaged. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) 100%. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to hear from you all because you had things to say about Jordan's story. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. We are back with listener comments about Jordan's episode of We Love You. And so can you, first up, people who felt her story came at the perfect time. Kate says, this episode came at exactly the right time. Like Jordan, I also really am missing my family now. I'm supposed to go out and visit them this month, but now all my travel plans are canceled because of COVID-19. Hearing Jordan online shop with her sister and talk about old memories with her family really filled my heart. I'm also going to try to find creative ways to connect with my family in the coming days and weeks. Yeah, it's definitely a moment where it doesn't matter if you're three time zones away or even three blocks away. A lot of us are missing people we love right now. I mean, Jolenta, just to personalize it for a second here, you and I live in the same zip code and we can't see each other right now. Yeah. I want to touch you, but I can't. (laughs) My heart is filled with you, though. It really is. But yeah, we're all going through this now. So we did not plan it this way. We promised we had nothing to do with this current pandemic, but we're glad that this episode came at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, we're glad we had to talk about like indoor kid activities. Yes. Yes. All right. Jessica wrote to say, I know that Jordan's story is ostensibly about the winter, but oh boy, did I feel it as someone going through COVID-19 isolation right now. Like her, I really miss a lot of people right now, even though they're in the same city as me. But her episode made me realize there are a lot of fun ways to connect and make memories inside. Something that we're going to try doing tonight is to play Yahtzee by FaceTime while having adult beverages because most of my friends have dice and most of us have wine. We're also (laughs) going to try to do a virtual museum visit because a lot of the museums are now putting their collections online. Who knows? Maybe we'll even end up at that museum that Jordan visited in the episode. Oh, my God. That is such a good way to connect. I love that. I would have never thought to play a game over FaceTime. Yeah. Well, we have to do that later tonight, Jolenta. You have some dice, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, 
I guess I do, technically. And I know, like, lots of classes are going online. So you could, like, do a yoga class with your friend online. Oh, yeah. There's so much to do with friends right now. And I think that um, it's amazing how fast the media and entertainment industries are adapting to try and totally. help people connect more. Yeah, and just stay not feeling isolated, even when you physically are. Yes. We've also heard from a lot of people this week who've done big moves like Jordan did, like cross-country moves. And Katrina says, I moved from Miami to North Carolina for college. Talk about adjustments. And I truly hated it. I was a swimmer and water polo player who was in the pool three hours a day, tan and naturally blonde, despite all the SPF in the world. It turns out, Actually, I'm a super pale brunette and didn't recognize myself at all after winter hit. Like Jordan, I was also not used to so much clothing. I never owned a winter coat until college. Besides just regular homesickness, I'm super close to my family, and change in schedule from high school to college, I got so sick and eventually went back home to Miami where I graduated from college. When I moved to the Northeast for grad school, things went much more smoothly. I was more grown up, I built a support system for myself, and got better at asking for help. I'm still here, and life is good. Whoa, Katrina, that is such a crazy story because you have the identity being lost. I mean, looking in the mirror one day and seeing— And being like, wait, who am I? Hold on, I'm not blonde and tan, and then to realize, like, you don't look like yourself— the clothes aren't what you're used to. You've never owned a winter coat. That sounds really shocking. I mean, yeah. n- not just in your heart, the identity is different, but like on your face and in the mirror, it's different. Wow. Yeah. So much of our presentation actually has to do with weather now that I think about it. <laughs> and with your identity tied up in that as well, that's a total mindfuck. Yeah. And I am I do like how the story ends, though. The fact that totally. after you know going back home, finishing college back in her hometown, that she eventually gave cold weather one more try, but she had all the tools in place. She had the maturity. She knew how to ask for help because sometimes what bugs us most about a new situation is just that we don't feel we're supported in it. And it sounds like she got the support she needed. Right. I like this letter from Laura. Laura says, I am totally the opposite of Jordan. I grew up in the Midwest with four distinct seasons, and I loved them all. I have fond memories of jumping in the fall leaves, staying home on snow days, running through the sprinklers in the heat of summer, and wearing spring dresses every Easter. When I relocated to Los Angeles for work, it really threw me for a loop that the weather was always the same. It suddenly felt as though my surroundings had no surprises. But in time, I came to realize that even though the weather always seemed the same, there were definitely subtle differences from day to day to appreciate if I looked closely enough. Right now, for example, I'm looking at the birds outside my apartment window who weren't there yesterday. Oh, this letter writer. Oh my gosh, Laura, you know how to get straight to my heart by mentioning birds. Yeah, Kristen's a big old sucker for that, so nailed it. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the times we paint certain climates as ideal. It's always this nice weather, but, you know, the change of seasons, we talked about this in the Jordan episode, they can come with their own joys, the anticipation, the different wardrobes, the activities you can do in each season. And, you know, you don't necessarily have all of that in a place like Los Angeles. Right. Yeah, it can be just as much as a shock the other way around. Absolutely. Dave had a really nice letter. Dave says, Jordan, I feel your pain. I moved to New York for a job after spending my whole life in Texas. The winters here are so cold. 
But one thing that's made them feel a little warmer is connecting with other Texans in an expat group. I'm guessing there are also groups for Californians in New York. Sometimes it feels good to just reminisce about things that need no explanation with other people who come from the same place. And yes, some of these groups have Facebook communities where you can just chat from your home, too. Good luck. Oh, yay. That's so cute. And definitely, like, there are California bars here in New York. When I first moved here, I was always hanging out at the bar that played San Francisco Giants games with other San Franciscans, and it was a blast. But yeah, anyway, there are tons of places like that, even super specific ones like Northern versus Southern Californian hangouts. Yeah, and there's even a group for Minneapolis people in New York called Minneapolis and the Big Apple. And uh, one year we had a hot dish bake-off. Hot dish is the official state food of Minnesota. And who showed up to surprise us as a judge? Senator Al Franken. So, I mean, you never know what's no going to happen That's in your crazy. expat group. Yeah, anything can happen. And my husband, Dean, who is from New Zealand, he's gone to the New Zealand expat group that's in New York. So uh, those expat groups can be really fun. Sometimes it's nice to be with somebody who knows exactly what you're talking about when you're referring to a specific taco truck that, you know, nobody in New York would know what you're talking about or a specific hot dish that nobody knows what you're talking about. Totally. Oh, and Jolenta... You and I both absolutely love this letter from Emily. It is so full of vitriol. All right. Emily says, I have never had such a strong emotional reaction to one of your shows as I did to Jordan's episode about dealing with winter. I'm someone who grew up in a warm place and spent almost 10 years in cold places and now live in a warm place again. I'm now one of those annoying people I used to hate who will post the nice weather and flowers blooming in February with a caption that says, I'm so glad to live where I do. A big reason why I hate cold weather so much is that in one of the cold towns I lived in, the message I got loud and clear was that if you were a person who didn't appreciate living there, you were a bad person. No one would listen or offer any sympathy for how I felt or consider that there was life outside of this place. Obviously, I have feelings about cold weather, and the things that I've experienced make it so that I am not interested in changing how I feel at this point. Luckily, I don't have to because I live in a nice place now. I know that other people like it and that's fine, but I'm just like, do not try to get me to change my mind. I can if I want to, but I get to decide and I'm still a good person even if I don't like living in winter. <laughs> Preach. Yes, Emily. I love it. Not everybody has to like all seasons. Not everybody has to like this state. Not everybody has to like this city. You know? Exactly. We're all allowed to like different things and it doesn't make us bad people. It just makes us different people. Yes. Thank goodness for that. How boring would it be if we were all the same? Such a good point. You can think about that point during this break. And when we come back, we are going to share with you our We Love You recommendations for the week and, of course, give you a little preview for next week's episode. Stick around. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 
Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. All right, we're back, and now it's time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. These are things that filled our hearts with joy this week. Jolenta, let's start with you. What is your recommendation for the week? My recommendation for the week, because things are pretty wild out there, and a lot of us are trapped in our homes and starved for interaction and content that isn't nerve-wracking and depressing. So my recommendation for the week is if you have a pet, Send lots of pictures of it to people. Mm. Just text pet pictures when you can because they are always uplifting. Everyone you send a picture of your pet to will get a little smile. And who knows, maybe you'll start getting animal pictures coming back at you. And it's always a mood lifter. Sometimes maybe even write a little note, stick it next to your pet, then take a picture of it. Send a pet picture with a message. Send it to someone you're thinking about. It's always a good thing to receive a picture of a pet. So just start putting them out there. You know what some of my friends do, Jolenta? They send me pictures of just random animals they see and they send them to me. That's just as good. Yeah. Not all my friends have pets. I don't have pets, but oh boy, do I like it when I get a picture of an otter and it's baby. And those otters that hold hands, a true delight. Oh, so good. I love them so much. But that is a really good recommendation. Thank you. Whose life isn't made better by a furry friend in a picture. I love it. Thanks. Um, But now for you. What is your recommendation, Kristen? All right. My recommendation is the new Google Chrome extension called Netflix Party. What that? Oh, well, with Netflix Party, groups of friends can get together virtually, watch their favorite Netflix movie or TV show on your computer at the same time. And the extension also comes with a chat room so you can share your reactions to the shows as you watch them. So it's almost like sitting next to each other in a movie theater, only this movie theater you're allowed to talk and use your device. And I mean, what's not to love about that? So much less complicated than what I've done in the past, which is like text someone and be like, all right, at exactly 5.08, we are going to press play. Yes. And then we'll text and it will be like, oh, shoot, I can tell you're still like a minute behind me, aren't you? Hold on, I'm going to pause and then press play again really quick. it never works. And then like go back to texting. You're always like 30 seconds off no matter how hard you try. It's not synced up. Exactly. Oh, it's so funny. But I love this. You can have a chat room and look at the thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, in order to do it, all you need is a Google Chrome browser, um, the extension, and a Netflix subscription. That's all you need. And I'm not going to give all of the instructions of how to do it now. You can really just look up how do I use Netflix Party, and it's like three-step directions. If Kristen can can do do it, it. anyone can do it. So Exactly. I'm a Luddite. I, I am speaking as somebody who does not know how to use a cell phone, and I know how to use Netflix Party. So anyone can do this. And especially during these times when we're feeling so separated from each other. I just cannot imagine a better thing than Netflix Party. So that is my We Love You recommendation for the week. Amazing. All right. You know what it's time for now. 
Oh, yes, I do. It's time when we give a brief teaser of next week's episode of We Love You. Yup. Hit it, Lindsay, please. My name is Ari. I am originally from Northern California, and I've been in the city over 10 years, uh, really over 15 years, let's be real. And I am a multi-hyphenate creative writer, performer, pianist, and I also teach kids. So I do a mix of things. And I have an amazing cat named Batman, who's a tuxi, who is the love of my life, who I very well might be in a codependent relationship with. Is it just me, or does Ari sound like he's living the dream life already? Oh, you just wait, because there is a predicament in there. And look, we don't want to spoil it, but let's just say it has to do with dating. And not to do with cat codependency? Well, you'll have to listen next week to find out. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is the great Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Please stay in touch. Do you have thoughts about the people we've helped or the advice we've given? Hit us up on email at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at weloveyoupod or even slide into our Instagram DMs at we love you pod. You can also leave us a voicemail message at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. If you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend who is in one apartment building over who you can't see about the show. Tell your mom cross country about the show. Tell everybody about the show. Because it helps people find the show and we want everyone to know that we love them. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. Scrolling up to the tippy top. Back to the top. Stitcher. If a friend asks how you're doing, And you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.